threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. What's up, buddy? We're here. Yeah. Monkey pox free. Uh, I haven't been now. tested yet, so I can't say <laughs> I'm sure for sure. There's a vaccine. <laughs> there is a vaccine, that's right? That's true. I'm sure it's being mixed in with all the others. Oh, yeah. They're just going to give you a COVID <laughs> monkey black. pox. Just a black serum. <laughs> what is this? It's got them all in there. Just drink it. <laughs> and then inject the last ounce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a world we live in. Seriously. I, man, have you seen the pictures of that monkey pox stuff? I haven't seen pictures. It don't no. look good. <laughs> What does it Let look me like? tell you, it just looks like, it's like a baboon leprosy or something. Forms all, like forms all over. <laughs> it looks like leprosy, basically. Oh, nice. It's gross. That is gross. So it's a pox. Let's look forward looks to that. Kind of like smallpox, but it's ten million times worse. Yeah, exciting. Right? Yeah, yeah. Good times, Cameron. Welcome to the studio. Um, and what are we talking about today, buddy? Well, there it goes without saying. <laughs> yeah. No, the um. We th- there's a lot of benefits to prepping, yeah. and we want to talk about some of those hidden benefits that it's like, yeah, you get your food, you get your water, but like, mm. there's some advantages to being a prepper, yeah. and some perks and benefits and benefits. Yeah, and, and, it's, talk and about it's, them. yeah, like hidden benefits are these like kind of side benefits that come from doing the things that preppers do, yeah. right? So that's what we're going to talk about today, and we're really excited about it. We're super freaking excited <laughs> yeah. about it. But before I do that, I want to tell you about BattleBox. It is the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday care gear all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay you never know what's in the next box but here's a sampling of what users received this month the fox edge arrowhead set not many people have one of those no we do the raptor razor fillet mano kit yeah bring on a fish i'm gonna fillet it up with that sucker (laughs) yeah all this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month they've shipped almost a million boxes and one best month men's subscription box of 2017 our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com that is trybattlebox.com use our code casual preppers and get yourself a free knife and before we move on to listener reviews cameron I want to drop a little bit of um, news on the folks. We have a brand new shirt that we're going to drop, another limited edition shirt. Um, I'm wearing it right now. If you're watching, you can see it, but um, Cam has one over there. He's not wearing it, Um, but it says, (laughs) what does it say, Cameron? What is it? (laughs) He's got to read it. Hamster Farmer of the Year. Hamster Farmer of the Year, Casual Prepper Certified. It looks awesome. We're so stoked about it. We think it's fun. We think it's sexy. It's a good color. It is a good color, it's yeah. It's a good color, and the emblem stands out. Yeah. We're going to be like, well, Hamster Farmer, I want to be a Hamster Farmer of the Year. That's that's something to set my sights towards. 2018, 2017, <laughs> yeah, 2016. Sure. So this is going to drop on June 7th, the same way we have previously. Just watch all the socials on June 7th, and um, we're going to have that limited number. So you got to get in quick. Yeah, to this get is a good one. Yeah, you're gonna want this. You're one. definitely gonna want it. So we'll we'll throw out Be some the talk of the village. Yeah, we'll throw out some more photos and whatnot. But um, so we're excited. Cool. Listener yeah. reviews starts now. From behind enemy lines. Doom, doom, doom. Five star. Yeah. Keeps me laughing and focused on what I need to get done prepping wise. Mm-hmm. Helps me avoid prepper burnout and yep. becoming overwhelmed when I feel like I'm falling behind. Yeah, simple, right to the point. It is. You know? Mr. XXXXL. Ooh. But he makes the ladies happy. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed it. Do you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast? Go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review, and make it awesome. Yeah. It's a mad, mad world. So I already spoiled it. Monkeypox. Yeah. I'm going to talk about monkeypox sure. real quick. Okay. CDC issues travel warning amid spread of monkeypox virus. What to mm. know? So, North America does have several cases. Utah, two cases. Awesome. Ah, uh, yeah, that's it. Probably so, in Fort Duchesne. Where is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's Salt Lake. That's Salt a turd hole. Yeah, that turd hole of Salt Lake. But, um, 
So monkeypox is a rare virus that can spread through contact with skin lesions or bodily fluids, Ew. including respiratory droplets and through contact with contaminated materials. But we better start wearing masks. Yeah, again. <laughs> Again and again. Mm. Two masks. You got one for monkeypox and one for corona. You got to have both certified. Those (laughs) certified monkeypox masks. Come on, government, give us more. (laughs) It's got a monkey on it. (laughs) It looks like you have a monkey face. Like a puffed out cheeks. (laughs) Those infected with the virus can experience symptoms of fever, headache, muscle aches, swollen lymph nodes, followed by rash all over the course for the course of about two to four weeks. Mm, Nice. Awesome. Sounds great. So, um, yeah. So, not only are we dealing with... Some remnants of Corona, yeah, and it's building a little bit too. I don't know if you paid attention. Everybody's I have not just blocked it out. Yeah, so um, we got another one creeping up. Great, and it, it it's awesome. I mean, yeah, like how many how many times has there been like multiple viruses in this like past three year period? Just yeah. weird stuff. It's like I know Ebola was a scare, and then also boom Corona. It's like the yeah. world hates us. Yes, the Earth. We've done something wrong. Yeah, uh, trying yeah. to purge us. Yep. Or somebody. Uh, somebody, something is trying yeah, to get rid yeah, of yeah, us. Yeah. So. It's just, I oh, mean, just. That's why aliens aren't visiting. They're like, screw that place. Yeah, they're you know, so disgusting. Of, you got like monkey virus, oh. pig farming. <laughs> it's just gross. <laughs> Disease. Yeah. yeah. So watch out for monkeypox. It's making its way back. Warthog rash. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Those will get you. Yeah. 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 Well, I want to talk about something a little less um, gross, but uh, nonetheless, still kind of scary. I read an article, and it said, The Chinese military researchers are reportedly constructing ideas for how to destroy the Starlink satellite system in the event that Beijing decides that it is a threat to the country's national security. Nice. Why won't people leave Elon alone? I know. He's only trying to get us to Mars. That's all he's doing, all right? It's just funny how there's, like, Elon haters out there. They're, no. They just hate him. They do. So bad. You know, yeah, I don't get it. But anyways, a combination of soft and hard kill methods should be adopted to make some Starlink satellites lose their functions and destroy the Constellation's operating system, the paper said, published in the domestic peer-reviewed journal Modern Defense Technology. According to the Daily Mail, Musk SpaceX... Like a good mag. I'd read that sucker, for sure. <laughs> ...has signed a contract with the U.S. Department of Defense to use Starlink platform for military purposes. I didn't know that. Including the development of sensitive instruments capable of detecting and tracking hypersonic weapons wow. traveling at five times the speed of sound in the Earth's atmosphere. Technology Beijing is known to be developing. Awesome. So that's why they're a little pissed off at old Starlink. It's not just We're just making this internet. rocket, and now we've got something that can track it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. That's what they sound like, too. Yeah. Exactly. You have to say that. <laughs> you have to say that. So anyways. That's, that's awesome. Fun. Um, fun things happening around the world all yeah, the time. some real fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, not to mention, uh, I just don't even want to mention them anymore, but the, the mass shooting down south, I, mean, I, I just, I'm sick That of one's, them. like. It's disgusting. So I'm like, yeah. What a joke. I don't know what to do, but we have some mental health issues Big brewing time. in the country and we need to figure it out. But I don't, I don't Everybody's talking about it, so we're not going to talk about it. I don't know what else to say about it. But we are going to talk too about depressing. it. It's depressing. Mad Man World is sucky, but I don't like that depressing. <sighs> I know. Um, the hidden or side benefits of prepping. This is something we've been talking about for a while. Like, you know, when you do this, when you go in, even if you go in casual, Things the the things that you do kind of they give you these benefits that a lot of people maybe don't talk about or you don't think about while you're prepping. Yeah, right. You're so focused on like getting good skills, and like so you don't realize that you're developing these yeah. other like big, like key attributes. Sure, it's good stuff. Yeah, really, really good things that are kind of outside of prepping that really help you in your daily life. So we thought we'd make a list of those. Think and, about them. Yeah, think about them. We're going to talk about them today. Yeah. So the very first one, and this one, some spouses may argue with this, yeah. okay? Um, but yeah. just hear us out here for a second. Uh, it can save you money. And it, that is, it's tough to make that case sometimes to the wife. When you're building up the supplies yeah. sometimes. But think about this. So um, right now we're facing inflation, mm-hmm. and it's not great. It's horrible and stupid, and I don't like any of it. Um, but if you're a prepper... A lot of times you're hedged against that inflation yeah. because you're stockpiling goods usually when they are um, at a reasonable price, right? Um, so basically, this is a hedge against inflation. Even just things 
like I bought a thing of N95 masks years ago on Amazon for like 15 yeah, bucks. That's true. And then, you know, the um, pandemic hits and boom, that's like a hundred bucks now. That, you know, just things like that, let alone normal everyday inflation. Yeah. You know, those things are going to get wiped out. It's yeah. Like you're, like you said, you're kind of hedged against that kind of thing. Yeah. And so um, there's a lot of different things that with, with prepping when, when you're stockpiling stuff that you're hedging your, your bets against this inflation. So that, that right there can save you money in the long run. Uh, another thing we talk about all the time, Cam and I are really big sticklers on it, is emergency funds, right? So um, being a good prepper in, in our minds means you have a fund set aside for emergencies. And this isn't always just prepping emergencies. We're not no. saying set it aside from when the tornado hits your house. Yeah. I mean, that's great and all. But um, this is a huge benefit to anybody to have have an emergency fund. I mean, any emergency. Yes, I'm any, not going to start burning money right yeah, away. Like no, no, yeah. <laughs> but even if it's a personal emergency, the car breaks down, or uh, you lose your job, or, or whatever your house it is, floods, or your, yeah. like kid goes to the ER, which is going to happen. Yeah, it did happen frequently, right? <laughs> and so that emergency fund is there to help you. So in the end, that kind of helps you save money. Maybe you don't have to use your credit card, which is going to be high interest, right? Exactly. And so there you're saving money. So think about that as, as part of this. Uh, buying bulk, usually as a prepper, food is a big deal, right? We're always talking about food. Get that, I love food. Get that, uh, I eat it every day. <laughs> every single I day. I would eat it every day if I had it. <laughs> if I had it, I would eat it every day. But we're filling up our, our pantry, we're filling up our freezer, we're, you know, we're filling up all that kind of stuff. And usually when we do that, we're buying in bulk a lot of times Yeah, because that's what we do. And it I do is. that all the time, not even just with food. I do that with pencils, uh, yeah, paper, absolutely, razor blades, pads. yeah, everything. But I mean, even toiletries and stuff, I buy that way, soap and, yeah. you know, shampoo i'm always buying the big one because you get a better deal plus you have a whole bunch right. uh, you know what i mean in case you don't goes have to down. go back and shop for it exactly but you're getting a better deal when you do that you know and you don't have to go out and buy when prices are high because you have more of it and you're like ah, i'm okay i'm yeah. gonna wait till maybe that price comes down so that that's another way that it can help you save money i'm not so sure i believe that with you though what do you mean? Don't touch that. I am that way. Go to the store and buy the expensive stuff. <laughs> no. We don't get into this. I, I, you know, it would have to come down no, but to I know what you mean. Yeah. a situation where it really made sense. Yeah. Right. I mean, I did dip into the uh, TP yeah. stocks, you know, during COVID. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm not dipping into my own. Uh, or you mean, I thought you were like stock market. I'm like, what? Oh, no, 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 no. Awesome. No, no. TP. Charmin. Put a good yeah. grand in there. Well, I dropped. I dropped some some money there. Yeah, about ten k. Yeah, <laughs> in angel stuff. It really would have been a great. <laughs> I, 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 we should look and see what those stocks. I wonder. Did. Yeah, I've never looked at the history. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Now. <laughs> so uh, the next aspect that can save you money is as a prepper. A lot of times we grow gardens, and growing food and canning is just another benefit that. And I say this with an asterisk, it can save you money. Because sometimes it feels like when I when I do it, I'm losing money somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's like easier to go down and just, like with my chickens, I'm like, hell, am I saving money? Yeah. Or am I losing money? Because it feels like I might be losing money, you know? <laughs> but it can in the long run. You're eating food that you've grown instead of buying every single week from the store. So in the long run, that, that can save you cash money. For sure. Yeah. For cash money. For cash money. Um, how about insurance? Can you have thought about that as a yeah, prepper? Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, it's gross. I don't like it. It doesn't taste good. Um, but you can usually get a, a home insurance discount. Um, when you bundle, you save. When you bundle, you save, yeah. Use our code, Casual Where's, the, where's the Geico commercial or something we have Um, but, you know, a lot of times if you have an alarm system or security upgrades, you get that discount on your home insurance. Yeah. So it can't save you money. True. Just saying, think about it, Cam. No, I, I will. I don't do. just poo-poo it. It's actually a thing. <laughs> okay. All right? Poo-poo. Yeah. Uh, many preppers get really good at fixing things themselves. Uh-huh. Right? Because they, they understand that they're probably going to have to do that come SHTF. You can't call the uh, Jiffy Lube or you can't call no. um, the Maytag man no. <laughs> uh, to come fix stuff when there's a volcano erupting or something it's like true. that. You're going to have to do it yourself. So <laughs> you get good. Volcano, at- the lava blocks off the roadway. <laughs> yeah. Honey, that microwave, we're not going to be able to Yeah, fix it. dishwasher ain't working, buddy. 
We we're won't not be getting doing. any microwaves in this house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you start to, as a prepper, and I'm not great at this because I just hate doing this stuff, but fixing those little odd jobs around the house, they get good at it. Yeah. Maybe mechanicking, you know? You do. You do. T- you know, tinkering on the old Ford like Cam does. a little does. more, a little more. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you're mending clothes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I got stuff on this later. You know, yeah. We'll talk but details I'm saying about that mending clothes. Those things can help no. you save money in the long run. For sure. Right? They can. And so that, that's another way. How about budgeting? Uh, Boom, Cameron. Super fun. Yeah, great. Great thing to do, budget. It is a great thing to uh, do. You become really good at this if you're a prepper because you want as much money as possible to spend on preparedness right. items. And so you do this and you budget, and um, that, again, can save you money in the long run. So, And then, it, and then just coming down to self-reliance, that's huge to save you money. It um, is. So anyways, is. that's how I say you can save money as a prepper. Yeah. You can spend a lot of money, too. So yeah. just you can go either way, right? But you know I, I mean? think overall, most pretty like diehard preppers are pretty smart with money. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the biggest thing for me, and we've talked about this multiple times too, like to being a prepper brings a lot of like relief and like less stress in your life. Sure, because you're just like. You see the news articles, you see the gas is, you know, maybe unavailable, gas plant got bombed or something like that. I see that all the time. <laughs> all day. Yeah. But then you're just like, you do, you get a little worried, but you're like, we're going to be fine because yeah. we have food, we have stored away some fuel, we've stored away um, all these different items. So you're not as dependent on the system. And that, that man, that brings so much stress relief for me. Oh, it totally does. You're just like, I'm not as worried about all the garbage that's happening right Although now. Although sometimes I feel like if I was just super, like one of those people that just watched The Bachelor and didn't think about anything else and yeah. just went day to day. Yeah. Sometimes that'd be easier. Yeah. And just not true. thought about any of it. Right, right. You know? It would be way easier. <laughs> it's hard to be that way. So some people are probably less stressed because they don't care about it. They don't care. They don't think be about a it. Nightmare. Exactly. Their life's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. But um, the big thing too is like you don't want to go into a scenario uh, that's that you're going to be stressed out about because mm. mental health issues are going to build like over time <laughs> yeah. massively. When yeah. like right now, I mean, look at look at what the pandemic has done. For people like long term, like I hate the pandemic. Oh man, I don't like it. Some like massive amounts of mental health issues, yeah. anxiety, um, depression, and things like that. They're not going to get better at the start of an SHTF. It's only going to get. It's going to go the opposite direction. So it's like if you can do anything now to control and bring that anxiety down and not have to worry about taking care of all the aspects of your family. Yeah, the worry kind of drives you to do good things, but you're not going to be stressed and making terrible decisions when the time comes because yeah. you've prepared. And that's a that's a huge thing. Um, your, your family, too, is going to not feel so stressed. You're not going to be barking out orders like, let's get down to the store. Like, they yeah. sense your stress. You don't even have to say anything. Like, your family's going to feel that. Yeah. And that just, like, snowballs. Like, all of you are stressed out and hate each other. And it's just not good. Well, then so, coming into a any sort of SHTF or emergency situation, as a prepper, you've already talked about it. You've already thought about it. You probably have a plan. Right. You know. It, it so makes the stress just different. goes way down. Yeah. Way down. And that... that falls into like interacting with other people too during sure. yeah. during an event like if they need some help or if you need some help like you're not going to be all stressed out and high strung like freaking just super mad about everything yeah more so i should more say so, yeah say i that's kind of a normal everyday thing for me i know me too don't ask me for anything i know i'm not helping no you're moving i don't care <laughs> you can haul that stuff out yourself but um like really that's to me, one of the biggest things about becoming a prepper is relieving an anxiety. That's, yeah. that's it's 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 something that's like one of those back of your mind, like I got to get this stuff ready. I've got to like what happens or what if. Like it takes a lot of those out of the equation. So yeah. you're just like, now I just have to worry about long term retirement, and that's gonna suck. Ugh. But don't you don't have to it. worry about like these events because you're just like we have stuff in place, we have a plan, and so yeah. It's relief for you, it's relief for your family, and it's going to be better for everybody that lives around you, too. So. I don't know how anybody who has a family isn't a prepper. 
I don't either. I just don't get it. That's what changed me to becoming yeah. one too. Like we had like little things. I think me and my wife would have lasted two days. Sure, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. we were married, because you know. But um yeah, once you have kids and you have dependents and more dependents, mm-hmm. and it's like you you like really I don't know how anybody does either. If you don't, then you're probably yeah. um, a bit irresponsible. Yeah, something's not right there because it just that's the one thing that continues if you don't stress about that keep then me prepping maybe you don't love your family yeah you love them or not <laughs> yeah. okay so be a prepper that's the big thing like it does bring a ton of stress relief yeah. and that's i mean who isn't looking for stress relief in their life oh my gosh i know <laughs> like, but, but again that's the biggest anxiety and stress in my life is my family like do i have enough money do i have enough food do i have enough all this are yeah. they safe like there's what else is more stressful it, it's your family. there's nothing your family. more stressful for sure like work yeah that gets stressful but Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you can, can get a new job. You can, yeah. You can get a new job. I mean, not I guess do you can get, it. You can get a new family, I guess, if you have to, <laughs> yeah. but it's not the same thing, right? You want to stay with the family you got. Yeah. Most it does. It brings do. a ton of stress. Yeah. And prepping and being prepared, having a plan for your family, yeah. it's going to give you a ton of relief. So. For sure. That's a great side benefit. It for great. sure. And, and honestly, it's like probably the main benefit for me. It doesn't even feel like a hidden or a side benefit. It's like, that's I think so why too. I yeah. prep. Anything to get rid of stress. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, how about better health, Yeah, Cameron? And so this one is tough too. And it, this is like a hopefully thing. Like yeah. hopefully you have better health as a prepper right, right. because we know that that's not, in theory, it should be the case. Um, and it's not always. Because yeah. health, again, is there's one of the hardest things. And there's struggles and there's, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and so there's so we understand that being healthy, it's a huge asset for survival. It's it's an asset in any emergency situation, and um, we talk about this all the time. You know, relying on daily meds every single day um, is tough, and it's a gigantic benefit if you don't have to do that, especially in an SHTF scenario. So if if you are a prepper, that's probably something that is on your list to do if you haven't done it yet is to get healthy right yeah, yeah. at least it's something that you're it's like thinking everybody about. everybody wants to be more yes. healthy but uh-huh. for some reason like me doing the prepping and understanding like if i have to bug out if i have to carry my family yeah. if we have to travel through the woods like it motivates me way more than most things it's definitely extra incentive yeah right um it, it's just so hard, but, um, yeah, like Cam said, you may have to bug out. You may have to take a hike with a pack and you have to be physically ready for that. When that comes, you can't just say, well, half hour before I'll stretch out and go. I'll be good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, that's just not, I'll take some ibuprofen. Yeah. And we'll be it's good. so funny. It's like those guys that are, you know, they've never trained fighting or any, anything. I got two cliff bars. Yeah. Those guys that have never trained in any sort of uh, martial arts or fighting, they're just like, I ain't afraid of no street fight. You don't know my mentality. Yeah, yeah. I get out there, I see red. I'm like, oh, great. I know guys that are, they aren't going to see red. I think a lot red. do think that too, huh? They're not going to see red. Like, they're going to see your punch coming. They're going to block it, and then you're going to be choked out. Like, yeah. that's what's going to happen. I'll be grabbing throats, yeah. and I'll be biting fingers. Mm-hmm. You're just like. No, man. It's, it's not how it works. It's not going to work that and way. If both of you are dumb. I, I and can't don't, say I didn't think somewhat that way. Yeah. Until I rolled Until once. you do I'm it. like, screw yeah. this. I'm going to die. <laughs> you're like, F this noise. This doesn't I'm work. I'm staying away from all humans. Yeah. And so it, I think it's the same thing with like bugging out. It's like, oh, I'll be fine. Yeah. When, when the time comes, my mentality, I'll be ready. No, you're not. You're yeah. going to be tired. You're going to be sore. And you're going to be out of breath. You're going to be super uncomfortable. Yeah. And so that's the thing. As a prepper, we know those things. And so... Hopefully that's part of what we're doing as a prepper is we're getting ready for that. Um, You know, I talked about the self-defense. Maybe you've been training in self-defense and that is a great way to keep yourself healthy. I mean, hell, that's the only reason I started uh, jujitsu. That's the only thing that keeps me in any sort of shape whatsoever. That's the only thing. And that's been a great side benefit for me uh, from the prepping, right? Um, And there's a lot of people that are that way. You know, hopefully we have healthy food stored away. We have like some vitamins. We're thinking about those types of things. As a prepper, hopefully you're thinking about first aid. You yeah. know how to do that kind of stuff. And in the long run, that probably keeps you healthier, right? You don't lose a finger from I don't know how in- to put a band-aid on. Infection. I ain't going to get cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But again, that's, that's just another <clears throat> thing. And then we talked about gardening before. If you're raising your own food, you're probably eating more of that food. You're eating less processed natural, junk. Yeah. Right. Um, again, that's another way that that keeps you healthier. 
And then well, came, and I never thought much about nutrition until I was thinking long-term, too. It's yeah. like, you're going to need all this nutritional value. <laughs> exactly. And so, how do you do it? That's why, uh, that's the whole thing about nutrient survival for us. That's why we, we went yeah, with them. You're is, getting food and, like, all the essential yeah. vitamins, minerals you need. So. You're not just filling up your belly with salt and... With ramen. And stuff. You're Love actually it. getting stuff for your body that you need. And Cam talked about this in the last thing on, um, you know, stress relief, but your mental health in my opinion, tends to be better as a prepper. Oh, yeah. Um, and again, this is debatable, especially... When you're healthy, your mental health is way better. Oh, 100%, yeah. You know, people on the outside of the preparedness community actually might look in at what we do and think that the mental health is off. Yeah, th- that's exactly right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's probably they're the way they're looking at schizophrenics. Yeah. Out of control. But we know, I mean, we understand how we feel, and I know that for me, it helps me. I have less anxiety. I have less stress. I have these plans for these emergencies. I have plan Bs just in case those plans don't work, right? It's just a huge stress reliever. It keeps my head clear. If I'm, if I'm, you know, feeling all stressed out or something, I can go, like, mess around with my bug out bag. I feel better afterwards. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I go throw a bean bag, like, bags of beans. Let's go restack oh, yeah. them. Hell yeah. Restack them. Or I go dance in a flower factory. Go one count two. calories. Count. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel calm. <laughs> Spreadsheets. That's oh yeah, that yeah, does yeah. it. So all of these things should lead to better health. Um, and that what is a better side benefit? Yeah, seriously. is there a better one? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Staying I really agree though. At, like the health, most preppers that have yeah. really looked and, and invested time into it tend to be healthier than the general population for sure. Um, and Kobe had mentioned this too of of how as preppers you tend to be a little bit more of a jack of all trades. Functional. Like, cause you're learning all these different little skills. You're trying to like practice those skills to be comfortable with them. And that's a drive for me. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not doing scouts as an adult, so I don't learn <laughs> you new skills. Kind of are sometimes. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, um, <laughs> uh, but like my dad, my dad like can barely spell. Dude, he can't so send a letter in the mail. Yeah. He, there's no chance he can pay a bill. Like, my mom does all that stuff for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But that guy, like, he can build, fix, and make anything he wants. Dude. Like, he's learned so many skills so fun. through his life. Like, he could do anything out in the, like, the, he just knows how to do all I'm those so things. I'm so jealous of that. My dad is the exact same way. Like, he can't spell, like, his own name hardly. <laughs> I know. Not dad. that he's not smart. No, but, like, no, that's, that's just what not I mean, too. My do. dad's just not like a book smart classroom yeah. type person which is what most of us are now yeah like but more... if he looks at something and i'm like dad how, what the hell do i do here he's like all right oh here's five different ways you can do it i'm like what the hell How'd i know you do that? my dad's the same way he's like strategically smart it like, pisses me off so bad yeah, me too. i'm like i don't know where they learned that but yeah i think preppers develop those skills of like analyzing a situation and like yeah. learning how to like work through obstacles and problems that's a huge thing. Oh, for sure. And so, you know, there's all kinds of different aspects that we learn, like learning about booch, booch, butchcraft. Boochcraft. <laughs> booch. That's a new series on the History <laughs> Channel. Making make moonshine and boochcraft. Boochcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bushcrafting, like in comms, yeah. uh, how to cook better, like gardening all those mm-hmm. little skills like you just learn yeah. more and more the more you do them the more you talk to different preppers and community and like i mean just posting videos i try and figure things out more <laughs> oh man um everybody tells you what you did wrong real quick yeah that's do. for sure they sure tell you yeah it's crazy how many experts it's awesome yeah um but repairing items like yeah you don't just go and replace it at the store you, you learn how to fix it and reuse it and make it better um, shooting, hunting, there's all these different little skills that you just get better at. Mm-hmm. But then like you were saying, like mechanic skills, like yeah. those are tough. And if you're not a mechanic, you learn how to like fix little parts and things and, and makeshift. I mean, like duct tape and, and bailing Bailin twine. Yeah. I mean, you can do all kinds of stuff with that stuff. And that goes along too with like medical knowledge. I'm not saying you need to be a surgeon and you don't need to diagnose uh, heart failure and stuff like that, but you learn to manage things that your family and you are most likely to face. So yeah. you kind of just become all around decent at certain skills and you get better and better. And you're not really pushing yourself when you're not like 
thinking about scenarios that are going to put you into yeah the situation where you're going to need to know how because to do that. most like people are like shelter building. yeah most people are like i don't need to understand this medical stuff i can just always go to urgent care urgent care everything's yeah. going to be fine you know uh, you don't need to worry it's about like it. you got a fever and they immediately bring it down it's like you haven't really thought about like what's going on with like how yeah. do you make the assessment like I get called all the time or texted about what do I do? And it's yeah. like, that's fine, you know, and yeah, I went to school for that. But at the same time, I'm like, are you learning anything or are you just immediately jumping yeah. to like asking somebody that like don't always do that? Like right. <laughs> try and learn to do some things yourself. YouTube's amazing for that. For sure, yeah. Like I've learned all kinds of stuff. The you know, fixing my truck or, you know, fixing HVAC systems and repairing pipes. Like you can learn a ton there and those skills are gonna be huge you know, maybe when you don't, you can't depend on yeah, for sure. the stores and, and other people's skills. So That's jack of all one. trades, I think definitely preppers right. are kind of that. Yeah, for sure. How about, um, self-confidence? And, and to me, this can mean several things, um, several different things as a prepper. But, um, I think one of the biggest things is that possible or real disasters don't scare you or shake you like they do kind of most people because you understand what they are, yeah. for one thing. You understand how to approach them and you understand how to mitigate the issues that come from them because you always have a plan. Yeah. Right? I think this is a huge thing, having this self-confidence. And that, and it's not just in that area because that self-confidence bleeds over into other places. Right. Um, you understand that and you know that you can take care of your family because you prepare every single day, day in, day out. Um, there's no there's not that like, what if? Oh, man, could we what would happen if the power went out for two weeks? What, what would we do? You've and again, thought through it. you've already thought through it. You already have a plan to get through that. It's just another um, building block for your self-confidence because yeah. self-confidence is a huge thing. It's going to benefit you. In so many different ways, you yeah. you've met those people that just have like no self confidence. Yeah, Ooh, it's you know what I mean. You kind it's a little bit scary. Yeah, and if you have that great self confidence, it usually means in your life you're gonna have more money because it, because just the things that you do, yeah. you're gonna be better at your job. You're gonna be better performance on um, all yes. aspects. Your relationships are gonna be better. Your um your health is gonna be better again with that self confidence, um and I think preppers are probably th th this might seem counterintuitive but I think actually preppers are more willing to take risks because you kind of understand risk a little bit better because you always you're thinking in risks all the time. That's true. That's what you do, right? And yeah. so I feel like uh, self confidence is a great kind of side benefit from prepping, and you can get that again in a whole bunch of different ways. But I think um, you know if you learn self defense, there's great self confidence. If you learn medical skills, again, great self confidence there. That those are all things that help. Any type of skill, bootcraft, you know, <laughs> that's a great self confidence builder as well. There's Bootcraft 101 Bootcraft. somewhere on here. Somebody's got it, yeah. yeah. So I just think self-confidence comes from a lot of different things that you do in prepping. And yeah. again, it's a great side benefit because it bleeds into all aspects of your life, yeah. not just your prepping. And it's not, we're not saying overconfidence like the firearm experts on no, TikTok. that's not what we're saying. No, no. we're just like, the, it's like you said recently that you'd kind of taken a break from news. And yeah. you can do that. Yeah. Because you're like... I've gone through, you know, a lot of mm -hmm. scenarios. You keep a little bit of a tab on it, but it's like you don't have to be obsessively no. like falling on that stuff because you know that you're going to be fine. Well, and I just, I, I don't know. I again, it's the mental health aspect. I don't think it's great to it be so freaking ingrained and just immersed in daily news cycle all the time. I feel like it's Especially bad. Especially not ours. And I see it so much with older people. They get, oh my parents! Oh my god! My mom gets up at six to watch the news. Yeah, you know, West Valley shooting again. Yeah. It's like, well, that doesn't affect your life. Let's stop worrying about it. <laughs> Let's worry about the things that are in front of you. And yeah. like maybe you know, in the grand scheme of things, obviously there's things that affect your life. But like most of the time, just like move on, yeah. do something that's better for you. You know, good gracious. I agree. Yeah. Speaking of things that can affect your life, yeah, cybercrime. I hate it. Can destroy your life. I hate all the cybercrime in the whole world. Me too. I, I hate do it too. But you can get your information stolen online like that. It don't take much. You go online, click on the wrong link, yeah. boom, your kids are gone. 
It, I don't know how that happens. It does, But though. it's scary. Yeah, black markets and yeah. Russians probably. Cybercrime's a big deal. And your information, like more and more, we rely upon doing everything online. Banking we do. online. We shop online. We do stuff we shouldn't online. Work online. Yeah. But you can protect yourself, mm-hmm. your computer, all your devices, everything with Surfshark. Yeah. It's a virtual private network that protects you online by cloaking your IP or putting it in a server in a different country that you can't trace back to mm. you. Pretty dang cool. That sounds cool. And it's as simple as just yeah. turning on an app, finding a server, clicking, and you're done. That's easy. It's really easy. Yeah. And it doesn't only protect you, you can use it for your own entertainment. For real? If you got streaming in UK on Netflix, something that we don't have, like yeah. a certain channel or a certain program, Yeah. guess what? You can put yourself in Liverpool and watch something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's over there. Soccer, probably Willy Wonka yeah. shows. Tea kettle swap or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Top Gear, Top stuff Gear, like that. yeah. So, biscuits, and- but you can you can use that to watch a yeah. program in a different country because it makes it seem as though your computer is stationed in that area. That's which magic. Is really cool. Magic. Um, the app works really well. If you don't even like understand how VPNs work. Surfshark's a great one because it walks you through it and you can try it for a full 30 days. And if you're like, I'm not going to use this, mm. then you can get your money back. There's no risk. I don't think anybody does that. No, there's no risk. 30 days, that's huge. Yeah, it's a month. Um, and it only costs you for 27 months. That's a little over two years if you break it down. Yeah, for, that's for four, three, two, that's three extra months. You get it? Three extra months. For just a little less than 60 bucks. Oh, so man. use our code casual preppers at surfshark.deals. Mm. Get 30 days for free and only pay 60 bucks for a long time of protection. That's pretty cool. It's way good. I like that. I love it. I use it all the time, especially like airports and when oh, I go yeah. to public uh, Subway. Areas. Subway. Yeah. The the food place. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm People saying. People freaking steal everything. There. Yeah. And they got great turkey and ham. But they do. They do. Cybercrime is rampant. So one other big thing that people don't... Um, get the opportunity to do or really practice is leadership skills yeah and the reason like as preppers you kind of develop is you're working through these things these scenarios with your family and it kind of gives you the opportunity to one lead your family like yeah you're gonna have to be the one to take charge and you know organize your family to do this and that and, i put and lucy help. in charge yeah don't let her do it. I mean, She's my wife's probably going to be much more in charge than I am. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, you you have to develop a leadership skill mm. as a as a prepper because it may just be you and your family or a small group, and yeah. you may be the most prepared person, and that's going to give you like basically you should be the one taking control. Yeah, you need to be the leader in that yeah. situation. Because, if, like, again, most people aren't ready for right. it. Right. And you may not feel like you have those skills to be a leader mm. and, and you kind of hang back. But when you get into these scenarios, do you want to be led by somebody that has, like, no prep, like, they haven't prepped, pre- they haven't prepared at all. Mm-hmm. They don't have any plan in place. They're just, like, a really good public speaker, you know? Yeah. And, and most people tend to follow those. But at the same time, like... You're going to know what's right and wrong, and it's going to help you to kind of lead your family to a better place. Like, it may not be a big group. It may just be your family, but you're going to have to take on that role as a leader. Yeah. And so that's that's one skill that I think that gets overlooked as a prepper is you're, you're taking control of your family. You're taking control of their future. Mm-hmm. And it may just be you leading them up into prompt land. For sure. Across the desert. Yeah. So, um but in addition in addition to like boosting your self esteem it gives you uh it could lead you to increase pay and responsibility at your mm-hmm. workplace cuz you're huge. you're calm, you're you're more like you're less stressed cuz you're not worrying about all the family things and what ifs and you've kind of like developed those skills to like i i've got all these different uh jack of all trade skills mm-hmm. like it just gives you a little bit more confidence in yourself and kind of boosts you into better roles in in your workplace i yeah. really think that's honestly true with prepping so i do too i mean i think leadership some people are kind of born with that innate ability some are. they really to, are. to be a leader but uh, most people have to develop it in some yeah. way shape or form and i think as a prepper 
you're you're, you're thinking about it, especially with your family or your group. Right. If you're if you're the guy or you're the girl that's that's taking charge of this prepping, you have to lead the way. Yeah. Like it has to be something that you take control of and you move forward and you do it. Okay. If I didn't do it at home, there wouldn't be much prepping going on, right? No. There just wouldn't be. Exactly. And so you have to take the reins and and push it forward. And that, like Cam says, it just bleeds over into other aspects of your life yeah. all the time. And that's great. And I now think. we're mentioned like with the family, like it's your responsibility to like lead and protect and help your family. Mm. And it, and, and that can kind of drift into other aspects of your life. Like I was saying mm-hmm. in your workplace, in your community and things mm-hmm. like that, you don't need to be, you know, a, a construction manager, like just barking out orders or right. foreman. Like it just gives you more confidence because you're more comfortable. You you've gone through things, you know how to work through problems. You've thought about problems ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So you definitely fit the role more in a leadership position yeah. than, than a lot of people during those crises. Like, like they're just like chaotic running the grocery store. Yeah. They're probably going to be asking you advice for sure. So, Anyway, even just like things that coming up on a car wreck or something like that, you know, yeah, you're, you've thought about it. You've probably have stuff in your vehicle ready for it. And yeah. so you can, you feel pretty good about taking that leadership role there. And that's, that's, that's a huge, huge thing. It I think, is. uh, this one, it's kind of hard to explain, but I think it's gigantic, especially this day and age, a higher level of appreciation. Um, this one's like frustrating. It is big time nowadays. It's very frustrating Even for your own kids. You're like, come on, yes, like, yes. stop being so like <laughs> selfish. That is one of the things. Like as a parent, for me, is humongous. I don't want kids that take things for granted. Yeah. I don't want kids that expect everything given to them. Right. Because I know what those type of people are when they get older, and I don't like them. <laughs> right. Okay. So that for me, that's huge. And I think as a prepper. This breeds this into a person, this higher level of appreciation. Um, you start to appreciate little things because you've thought about crazy scenarios so much. You start to appreciate clean water. Most people don't think twice about clean no. water, right? Uh, they yeah. just don't. You start to appreciate a healthy body. You start to appreciate a little bit of money in the bank. In, in mm, a, I love a healthy body. Oh, hell yeah. I love every day. It's <laughs> great. Uh, you start to appreciate a safe home. How about just a sharp knife in your pocket? That I appreciate that every day. Yeah. I really do because I flip it out. Somebody's like, "Ah, oh, I can't open this." Look at me. I got this. This is this is great. You got you know a safe family, a simple plan, all those types of things. Not that band, but like actually a simple <laughs> plan, like a um, an emergency <laughs> plan. I just I feel like appreciation is sorely underrated and it's commonly missed in in the society that we live in. If you don't have ten vacations a year. And uh, you don't have a side by side, and blah 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 blah. You're pissed off at the world. It happens so much. It happens. Our state's terrible all the time. But as a prepper, man, you give me a new pocket knife and a barrel of water, and I'm like, hell yeah, (laughs) Yeah. life is good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I you just gratefulness is a huge side benefit in your life, and I think prepping helps you see that. It could all be taken away in two seconds because you're thinking about those SHTF situations. And, you know, if you've got running water, if you have electricity and you ha- you can go to the doctor, what else is there to be happy about or be grateful for? That's all you need. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so um, this, to me, is a huge side benefit of prepping. It leads to better physical and mental health. We've talked about this, which also leads to a happier life, better relationships, and all those types of things. Um you know, under I talked about this kind of already, but understanding how bad things can get is a huge asset. COVID is one of the things. Like it sucked. COVID was the worst. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it wasn't the worst, right? Because we understand that it was pretty damn mild. It, it wasn't was. the Spanish flu. It wasn't um, a, a deadly pathogen that we had like a fifty percent kill rate we didn't or something. Bury half our family. We did. Yeah. Well, and so some it, people it sucked, but again. Most people haven't thought about a pandemic. And so this is the worst thing that could ever happen ever in yeah. a million years. But we were like, hey, yeah, it's bad. This is not fun. But boy, we were lucky. Yeah. <laughs> we're lucky that it wasn't one of these other things that we've read about and we've prepared for, right? 
Um, so anyways, I just feel like it's a great side benefit as you start to have a higher level of appreciation for little things and for how things are and how much worse things could get. Yeah, I totally agree. Like going out, testing gear, spending a night camping, you're like, man, I'm so glad I have a home, (laughs) a shower and air conditioning. Yes. Like you do, you become like, it makes you think twice about having to be thrown into that scenario. You learn about like what things can help you be more comfortable. That's why like... It's funny when people are like, you know, oh, you're you're not using flint and steel, you're not a man, mm-hmm. and, and you're like, I have better technology, like we have yeah. more convenient things, but you learn to appreciate those things way more. You're just like, I'm yeah. glad I have these things. Like you said about going out, it's so funny. Like I don't think I, I think people need to go do that more, and I think that's the great thing about being a prepper is because you do go do those things, right? You do. I I went you should I went hunting for like a week and a half at one point, and it was. It was obviously fun, but it was, I was never been so tired. I had never been so uncomfortable. I had never just gone through and just been like, oh my gosh, getting home and taking that shower. When I first got home, I was like, oh my gosh, this is heaven. This is, I can't believe I used to do this every day, getting a shower and it was warm. So I think as a prepper, you go out and you do those hard things. You go bugging out, you know, you test that stuff out and you come back and you're like, ah, oh, this is actually real good. Yeah. This is nice. I got a good life. Even if I'm not, you know, at Disneyland every two weeks. Right. It's super hard to teach kids that stuff. Yes. And this gives you way better opportunity yes. to do it. You're just like, why are we storing this? Cause we might lose all this stuff. Yeah. Be you're happy. not going to have Netflix all the time. Exactly. Yep. So, no, that's a great one, and obviously overlooked. People don't appreciate Oh, my gosh. It's so bad. Um, So, self-reliance. What is self-reliance? One's power, uh, Mm. one's own powers and resources rather than those of others. Yeah. So, like, this is another huge thing that goes along with, like, appreciation. Yeah. Like, people don't realize how much they rely on everybody. I was just complaining to Kobe the other day because I went to Arby's and the lobby's closed. I had to wait in this big old line because I'm like, there's not, there's nobody working. Yeah. Like, how nice is it that we can just pull up and have food prepared, made, mm. ready to go that tastes great? Yeah. Like, you're not, we're not going to be able to rely on that system, you know, yeah. when in, in certain SHTF, like an EMP terrifies me because of that. Mm-hmm. But anything, I mean, we can lose a lot of convenient things. So learning to be more self-reliant, you're you're better for your community. You're better for the government. Like, they're not going to take care of you. They can't take care of every single one of us. Yeah. Um, unless Joe Biden stays in. Oh, hell yeah. He's going to get us all fixed up. <laughs> he's he's cashing checks. and you know, Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, like, uh, self-reliance is always a big thing that, like, my family is always taught. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't. You, you, when I move or when I do things like I tend to always try and just, I don't want to bother somebody. I want to do it myself. Yeah. But then you are much more, uh, like grateful for people that are willing to help you or do things for you. So being self-reliant just helps you like realize the small things that are important. It also helps you to teach your kids to not like be reliant upon the system that we have like it's to be born into that and to not really understand how like convenient we have things if you work and practice the self-reliance of like what if we can't go to the store what if you know talking to kids about these scenarios of where we've got to come up with ways to feed ourselves we've got to like we plant this garden so that if we can't go to the grocery store we're making this on our own um we got to learn how to build things and repair things because mm. can't always call somebody to do it. It builds like these massive amount, uh, this massive amount of respect and it helps us to like develop skills ourselves. So being self-reliant is what prepping is like all about. Yeah, it's for like, sure. That's like the definition basically <laughs> of like, prepping. This is like why we do it is yeah. to be able to not have to rely on everything that we've been given and have like and learning how to rely on other people and things like that when you have to, but. Most yeah. of the time, you want to be prepared well enough that you can help people first before mm-hmm. you're like, "I need, I need help." And I think it's it, um, it's like this. It, it's a mentality. Self reliance is to me. And I, as a prepper, obviously, you build that up. You get that mentality, and you can tell me of having. I've had um, lots of different people working under me. At, you know, as a supervisor, you can see the people that have that mentality and the people that don't. 
Yeah. There's a huge difference in in their um, success in the workplace. True. Because they're like, well, shit, somebody ought to do that for me. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, I, I shouldn't have to do that. And then there's the people that are just self-reliant, like, oh, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to get it done. Um, I'm just going to do it myself. Even if I'm not 100% sure, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. That right there is like the biggest asset in yeah. the workforce that is humongously missing from a lot of people. Oh, my God. It's just like they can't do anything unless you like grab their hand, there's stroke so much, their hair. So okay, much, we're going to get this done. So much hand-holding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And with so, everything. With everything. So I think that being a prepper, it breeds that mentality into you. Like you do it yourself. Yeah. You take care of you. You take care of the things you have to get done instead of relying on everybody else. Right. You know? And most preppers, like, honestly, are that way. They may not have noticed they're more yeah. that self-reliant type. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing, like, getting married and getting a job was, like, I wanted to not depend on my parents at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't want any help from them. I'm like, it's time for me to, like, just, like, cut yeah. all ties. I'm grateful for all the things they did. but mm-hmm. And they were probably overly willing to help when I didn't need it. For sure. And I was like, no, like, yeah. I can do this. But seeing, like, some of my siblings, unfortunately, still, yeah. to this day, yeah, I know. like, asking for help, I'm like, come on. Like, I see it in friends so you much. You are not going yeah. to make it yeah. in life. Like, if anything happens to your parents, you're screwed. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, it's, it blows my mind. How do you make it through? So, teaching that to your kids, too, like, showing, mm-hmm. like, we're self-reliant. We can make our own food. We can prepare this. We can build things. Like, we don't have to have people in our lives. We, you know, we want people. We want to interact sometimes. Sure, yeah. But, <laughs> like, being able to do those things on your own is huge, and it, it just isn't taught enough anymore. Mm-hmm. And as a prepper, like, it gives you way more opportunity to become self-reliant. Absolutely. It is, it is self-reliant. It is self-reliance, yeah. So, Another big aspect that you start to learn as a prepper is be, being resourceful, right? Uh, you, you start to look at things like a lot differently. It's funny because this last week, my, my dad had built my um, middle daughter this huge like bunk bed. It, it was like all out of wood. It was like gigantic. And she's like, it's time for me to get a new bed, dad. I don't want this anymore. She's just getting old, right? Yeah. So I, I took the whole thing down. I had to, it took forever, right? But there's all this wood. And I'm like, I'm not throwing this away. Oh my God. Do you know what I mean? I be, you, you get a little hoardish. Yeah, you do. That's true. But you also like, man, I could use this hoard-ish. for this. I could use this for this. Um, and I think it's kind of just that mentality of, um, learning that don't just throw stuff away um, and use what you can and just be more resourceful. That's what we're talking about, right? Do more with what you have on hand. And that is an asset outside of prepping and not, you're not just prepping, right? Um, you know, maybe I want to build a water catchment system. Why not? You know what yeah. I mean? The water's already there. Yeah. Let's be resourceful with this. Um, My dad just was talking to me like our cabin that he has doesn't have any running water. He yeah. has to keep getting it from the well down there. Oh, okay. And he's yeah. like, that's that's good. Like, but I want to use less of it for for things like washing some, you know, clothes while I'm up there or washing yeah. off some yeah. tools. So he's like building a ring catchment. That's awesome. And yeah. It's like that's just that mentality. And he yeah. grew up that time of, you know, yes. he was born <laughs> to be more like that. So. Yeah. I, I just feel like it's a great thing to learn. Um, you know, obviously there's so many different things so many different ways that that uh, translates into everyday life, being resourceful, you know, even just like, you don't have anything for dinner. I figure it out. Let's be resourceful. We got all that, you know, we got this and this and this, and we'll make it happen instead of like, Oh, I just got to go to Arby's and not, I'm not saying, Arby's, hey, come on, man. Arby's, but, but you know what I mean? So anyways, I feel like resourcefulness, there's not much else to say about that, but it's something that does translate into everyday life. And as preppers, it's something we think about all the time. So, yeah. I agree. Um, and then last is you just develop new hobbies with yeah, prepping. Like for sure. You pick up on things that you didn't think you were ever interested in mm-hmm. or enjoyed. And you're just like, man, this is freaking fun. And you get like totally into it. Like restoring vehicles, done it a little bit, but like building it in a way that I, I want it to last longer. Like I want this truck to go through a lot. Like it's fun. Mm-hmm. And, and it like looks cool and so you get kind of sucked into these things and develop these hobbies that are actually like a little more useful types of hobbies dude i think this is something i think a lot of people are missing in their life i feel like one of the most important things this is a little bit off topic but not um you can do is get a hobby that you go like deep into yeah or get several of them 
like it is there's like nothing more enjoyable than picking up on some new random hobby oh it's and oh, just going it really is deep as hell and getting like into the the community of it and getting into all aspects of it I, that's like that's where you meet people that's where you meet just people doing things and like that's that. where you learn new things it's where like a lot of the enjoyment in your life comes from yeah and like i think prepping is great to introduce you to different things that you can do that are like that yeah. i just think everybody has to do it i feel like women sometimes have a harder time with this. I don't know why. That's, I'm not trying to be sexist, but I feel like guys... I agree with guys you. Guys more like, easily... And I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. They just... Yeah. I feel I like know. guys more easily um, find these hobbies that that they can get passionate about because I think like it's it's all about passion when it comes down to it, but um, I don't know. I just feel I like so it's important. because the girls don't like you to get those hobbies. <laughs> Maybe that's to true. To distract huh? from them. No. Yeah. Like, but it's funny, yeah. It's true, though. They they don't seem to, like, I don't know if they feel a, a greater need at home to be I think the that might be part of it. Stuff. I think yeah. that's a big part. And we're like, so yeah, we're going to go do this. Well, I just think we have, we think differently. And we I do. think that's the And it's just reason. a natural thing. Like, Guys it's not think differently like than women. we're trying, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, shooting, uh, yeah. working on guns, just cleaning guns can be pretty fun because you're just like, yeah. man, this has got to last a long time. Yeah. You think about things different. And I, like you were kind of mentioning, I think it's particularly good for like older people. Mm. Like you look at those like extreme preppers and the ones on TV and they've isolated themselves. Like that's not good for them. No. Like they're just going to get crazier and crazier because <laughs> yeah. they are not like using the prepping um, lifestyle to like enrich their life. Yes. Like they're using it as like, they're like, they've got a psychosis. Like they're, they're out of control. <laughs> But um, but older people like we talk when we talked to um Curran on with BattleBox like he mm-hmm. started doing ham radio and he says it's awesome because he's yeah. talked with all these different people and you meet new people like that's that's the big thing driving me to do it one yeah I want to be able to do the ham radio but I am interested to just kind of come across people I'm like maybe I'll come across my former self like <laughs> way back yeah exactly and I'm gonna predict like getting stock and mm-hmm. stuff like that you never know 100%. you never know that's gonna happen but um. Like you, you do, you just, you kind of, we've met so many great people like yeah. through like Instagram and like comments and emails, like amazing people. Like I never would have ever had, had those experiences had I not like gotten into some of this. Well, the thing prepping is like. and hobbies and things like that. Like this hobby of prepping is what got us where Cam and I are right now. It's true. Like obviously we're talking about prepping itself, and then it's bringing in new yeah the hobbies, general but, thing. But you but guess what it brought in uh, podcasting yeah. as a hobby. Jujitsu came jujitsu a huge part of like yeah prepping. And now I'm you. there three days a week. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's <laughs> yeah. like you get you can get deep into these things, and you right. you meet new people, and you you learn new things, and that just like like Cam said, 100 percent it enriches your life. Yeah, yeah. And you I've been know. like restoring and building the bug out vehicle. Mm-hmm. Like I, I bought more guns during this because yeah. I've been more interested in like learning how to use them properly mm-hmm. and understanding them. Knives. Um, oh my gosh. And knives. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Backpacks. Don't even bring it up. Oh gosh. Backpacks. But yeah, I'm a, I'm hugely addicted to knives now. Like, yeah. I want them. Even going to the store, I'm like, why am I looking at these? I know. I still do. I should. I'm like, I like the different styles. Yeah. So that that's a skill. I got into fishing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, I grew up fishing and then, you know, with school and life and I, I didn't do it much, but teaching my kids, I'm like, man, this is awesome. I see why people do this and wilderness survival. And like, you just get, you, you, you dig deeper into some of these hobbies and yeah. it, it just makes your life better. And I think that like prepping can seem like a task or like a job that you need to take care of Yeah, if you look at it that way. But mm-hmm. really you're just like developing all these skills to be more self-reliant mm-hmm. and there's tons of hobbies that can come from it. Oh, tons man. of cool people. It's endless. So, it's endless. But yeah, I, I think prepping you overlook a lot of these great things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's so many benefits that come. It's not these just are like the bulk of like some of the common. Yeah, stuff for sure. That we thought so. That was it, man. That's that's all the hidden and hidden yeah. and uh, side benefits of prepping. You may have knew, all, cool. you know, our new all this stuff for but, sure. Like it's good to be reminded of like why you even prep. Why do we even prep? Because yep. I mean, these are the key things that that mm-hmm. drive the whole system. So I love it. Uh, guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Tac Pack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside. Use our code casual preppers, get a free separate bag sent of EDC gear along with your first month's Tac Pack. Head to tacpack.com, use our code casual preppers and 
cool. We got the latest tech pack. Pretty excited about it. The first item in the box is the Sog Field Knife. It's a beast of a knife. Oh, It'll nice. cut stuff up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got a sharpener on it? Yeah. Or what is that? I don't know. Don't. A little slit. Don't what is know. Groove for cutting cord. Never mind. Oh, that's kind of cool. That is nice. And then we have the Tech Mat Gun Cleaning Mat. These things are always nice I, to yeah, have. Yeah, I always like these too. You can roll them out on the like table. A huge mouse pad. Yeah, yeah, that's what I use it for. And then we got the A Zoom snap caps. Those are for practicing uh, your uh, yeah. with your gun. So that's pretty cool. Then we have the Dino shirt. <laughs> this thing's freaking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a large. It, it looks like Jurassic Park. Yep. And it says Tack Pack on there. Might have to give that one away because it's too big for us. Yeah, this is that's cool. Yeah, very cool. Then we have the other plumber sticker. That's Luigi. Yeah, Luigi. So, anyway, like he's holding a AR something. Looks like a honey badger. <laughs> nice. So that's the latest tack pack. Use our code Casual Preppers. You're gonna get don't a free forget bag. the coupon. It's coupon time for the quick and dirty medical tip. So, um, I don't know. Have we talked about lightning getting hit by lightning? I don't know if we've talked about it. I mean, I love it. It's cool to oh, watch. Heck, dude, like, what's better? It's one of the most fascinating things that happen if I can, on Earth. Like, you could say, okay, we can go to the movies, or we can sit home and watch lightning. <laughs> I'm picking lightning every time. I would, too. <laughs> every single time. I love the clouds. Oh. I love the feel. Oh. Like, and just the, man, we get some pretty intense ones here. I wish we got more. So, I do, too. I wish we had more. It, like, it comes around so rare. I'm like, yeah. at the dinner, I'll just, like, push my plate aside oh. and, like, run out there when I hear thunder. I'm like, make me some popcorn. Yeah, it's like like when yeah. you hear a helicopter or something. You're like, where is it? Yeah. yeah. No, it's like my favorite thing to go out and watch a lightning storm. Yeah. It's it, so it's worse when you're in a camping situation. Yeah, when you don't have shelter <laughs> and you have tall things. It's not fun. It, or you're the only tall thing out yeah. there. That is scary. Mm -hmm. And I think I've mentioned on here that time camping with my family, yeah. fishing out in the plains, and man, it was a nasty storm. My dad like, everybody get down. And I yeah. pissed my pants. It was great times. Oh, that's right. You pissed your pants. Like it was like pouring and then hailing, and I'm yeah. like, I'm just going. I was peeing my pants. Oh, anyway, awesome. so lightning. Um, I peed my pants during awesome. a little league game once. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on second base. I don't know why that. You just made me remind me of that. I hadn't thought about this in like 30 years. I was on second base, and I was like, I got to piss, and I'm like, I'll do it during the next thing. And for some reason, like I went right up to bat, and everybody got you out. You forgot and, to go, and I forgot to go, and I went out there I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And I'm like. Oh, it's coming. And so it started coming. And I'm like, I didn't know what to do. So I started like grabbing dirt and just rubbing it all over my pants. So I looked like I was in the mud. It was what it's so crazy, dude. <laughs> so dumb. So I'm standing, I'm like, I'm sure everybody's just watching Stupid me. Stupid bodies. Like he pissed his pants. <laughs> he pissed his clearly. Pants. Yeah, pull him out all of the that, damn game. All that dirt sticking to his pants. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this'll this'll hide it. <laughs> It's <laughs> mud down the middle of my pants. <laughs> just in the perfect path. Yeah. I think he pissed his pants. Yeah. But yeah, um, so lightning, super cool and super deadly. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh there's a couple of types of injuries that you that you can sustain from lightning strikes. Turns your hair white. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um brings things back to life. Mm. Frankenstein. Yeah. Um there's the direct strike, obviously. Get you right in the top of the head. Boom. Damn. And that one's bad. Um, <laughs> it can't be good. <laughs> no. So, so typically it takes place open area. You're the taller point. That's, I mean, you can get hit even with buildings around right, yeah. right in the head. But that's one of the nastier versions. Things that they teach you are like the cone, the safety the cone of safety, so it's like 45 degrees from the top of the highest point. Like, you want to be out from that. Uh. So, you don't want to be standing next to a tree. Um, splash injury, possibly the most common injury. Sounds like some, like, perk on, like, a game. I got a splash effect. Yes. Drive the hammer down. 10% splash effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, it's the most common injury, usually. Mm. Because it strikes, that mean? strikes another object, and then you get, like, splash electricity. Like, you get... Gosh. You basically become... Well, you are more typically more conductive than whatever it hits. Wow. So it just jumps to you, and you get zapped. Electricity so scary. So it's scary, yeah. Um, then there's step current or stride current. That's when it strikes the ground, and, and you've got a, a wave of electricity that can hit you. So that's why they tell you, you know, feet together, like... Basic things of when like a power line falls and you got a, a live wire just hitting the ground. Mm. You want to hop on one foot so you're not making a conduction yeah. through you with two feet down. That's a, so they recommend with a lightning storm 
storm to keep your feet together or and squat down. Um, I'm going to look dumb, aren't I? <laughs> oh, you're going to look even dumber after this one. <laughs> okay. The second one's blunt trauma or sledgehammer effect. Oh, shit. Sounds yes. so sweet. That's like four. Ten sledgehammer effect. Two splash effect. <laughs> yeah. Step current one. So the shockwave from it can yeah. blow your, like, a lot of, like, 40 to 50% of people that get hit or are injured by lightning have their eardrums blown out. Aww. So to avoid that, you keep your mouth open. So what? you got your feet together, crouch down, <laughs> keep your mouth open. Well, how do you know, like, you're just supposed to, like, there's lightning on that, boy. Is it still lightning? <laughs> Kids, that was a crush of mine. <laughs> your fillings are, like, sparking inside. But I've read this in a couple. <laughs> <laughs> it's flash effect, kids. Fillings. Flash effect. So you just basically look like uh, um, Flamingo out there. Yeah, you just makes got your sense. legs together, crouched down into a ball, your mouth open. <laughs> looking around but anyway i'm safe so the big thing i was going to talk to you about lightning is like any of these effects the most common thing that happens is cardiac arrest oh, so in most like massive casualty events you know you're like looking like that person's dead mm. you don't know it could be crush injury they could have been shot and things like that but with lightning it's different they look and they probably are pretty much dead because their heart's just quivering. Mm-hmm. CPR is extremely important. So mm. get on them. Get on them as quick as you possibly can to start CPR. Okay. Like 70% can recover. Like it's some it's it's way, it's way different than the like car- normal CPR. Yeah. Like it's like less than 30%. You just gotta get the heart pumping again, basically. Because the heart's like quivering and it needs yeah. to get the the automatic function back. Like this the the heart muscle will fire on its own, but that's what happens when you cardiovert somebody that has AFib. You shock the heart and it's stunned. Cardiovert. And then they shock them again and mm. it gets them back into. Sledgehammer. Cardiovert. <laughs> yeah. This is the coolest game. Lightning. <laughs> it's 2.0. Lightning. Survive lightning. But yeah, so the big thing that, like, there's burn injuries, yes. Mm. They're, they're typically you know, flash injuries. They're not super bad. They can be, but most of the yeah. time they're not. So the most, the quickest thing you need to do is somebody's out unconscious is just start some CPR, okay. you know, do the, do the basic life support, check for breathing, all that stuff, check a pulse. But most of the time that's what's happened is, is it put them into like their, their heart muscles just kind of stunned and quivering. Yeah. You get CPR going way more effective than hmm. any other scenario. Do so. they always develop a stutter afterwards? They can, <laughs> they can, well, <laughs> 66 times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. they do every time. Every ninety nine point nine percent. That's time. what I figured. But like, I mean, there's other little little things like the obviously the high electrical current through your brain can cause some neurologic damage. But it might make it but better for the most part. For most scenarios, if somebody gets hit by lightning, expect and plan to do CPR. It's way more effective, and it usually saves most. Like, are they going to shock you the first time you hit them? I hope so. Like just like ah, oh, you know, splash effects. Sledgehammer. <laughs> Damn. That's a sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. <laughs> but, yeah. Man, lightning you. creeps me out, though. But it's it does. so amazing to it's watch. It's the best. Seriously, there's nothing <laughs> Like better. I said, when you're in a your tent, you're like, piss. Oh, my God. It's going to strike a tree, this split is it, it's going to fall on me. Yeah. But, anyway. Uh, lightning. So, CPR. Remember, lightning, CPR. Who knew? Yeah, who knew it's out there? Who knew? Well, cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Um, make sure to subscribe if you haven't. Follow us on all the platforms yeah. that we're on the socials. Um, remember, June 7th, brand new t-shirt, limited edition, Hamster Farmer of the Year. You're going to wear this around town and people are going to be like, how do I raise hamsters like you do? Buddy? I love hamsters. Hamsters are the best. So anyways, thank you guys um, and stay survived.